Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. This is William Davis, youth pastor at Clays Mill Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. It's an honor every Wednesday to have you with us online and on the radio to hear the broadcast about youth ministry. Thank you for your service, your dedication, your love for your teenagers. And while whether or not you're experiencing one of those seasons of feeling like you're making a difference or a season of feeling whether or not you still want to do this, I'm thankful for the opportunity to encourage and to strengthen you with this broadcast. I pray that it may be a blessing and a help to you as you serve the Lord and love and serve your teenagers. Today, uh, we are going to talk about how to love, how to love those teenagers, how to love and lead our teenagers. And you know, there's a, a constant balance as a youth pastor that we go through in trying to love our teenagers and uh, you know befriend them, uh, get to know them, uh, show a an interest in them, invest in them, build a relationship with them, and then also to lead them, which means to take a leadership, to be uh, uh, separated and different than than what uh, they may be in their current age and to be a leader that takes it up a notch, if you will, and is able to then give them an area to shoot for in their growth. So how do you love and lead teenagers at the same time? Well, uh, let me just give you a few uh, thoughts here that I wrote down. And, you know, the Bible tells us that uh, that we are to be patterns. The Bible talks about it in Titus, that, uh, that we are to be a pattern of good works and that the older men are to teach the younger men and the older ladies are to teach the younger ladies. And so we are called to lead them. But then also it talks about how Paul and Timothy developed that relationship almost like a father-son relationship, how Paul and Demas and, and Paul and, and uh, uh, John Mark and Paul and all these uh, sidekicks that he had, Silas and Barnabas. And uh, Paul was sometimes the, the, uh, the one being influenced and he was sometimes the, the influencer. And so how to love and lead our teenagers? Well, number one, let me say this, we need a powerful prayer life, a powerful prayer life. You know, I am for investing and building relationships with young people, but one of the most important things that I can do is set a spiritual example for them, and I want them to know that I pray for them. I want them to know that I have a prayer life, a conversation with God on a daily basis where I realize who I am, and it helps me to be able to help a teenager grow to who God wants them to be. Um I want them to know the power of prayer and being able to reach God and being able to get a hold of Him. And so if I'm going to teach that and I'm going to uh, ask them to do that, then I must myself have a powerful prayer life. Now, notice I said prayer life, not prayer list. Now, I'm for prayer lists. Prayer lists are a part of a prayer life, but a prayer list is not a prayer life. A prayer list is a tool a prayer life is a theme or a testimony, if you will. And I want to have a powerful prayer life where my life is a life of prayer. The Bible says in First Thessalonians that we are to pray without ceasing. Well, if I pray without ceasing, I am to be in a constant mindset of prayer, dependent upon prayer. 
Every decision, every aspect of ministry comes with prayer. I'm planning an activity. I pray. I am uh, uh, preparing a sermon. I pray. I am uh, teaching Sunday school. I pray. Going soul winning. I pray. And so I want a powerful prayer life. If you're going to love and lead teenagers or anybody, really, uh, you want to be sure that you're doing it in a spiritual manner and that you have a powerful prayer life. Then number two, um, I think uh, as far as loving and leading teenagers, uh, we have to focus on, we have to focus on building relationships, building relationships. Um, You know, some of the, the people that we enjoy being around are people who, instead of speaking of themselves, they speak and ask questions about us or about others. And so if we want to love and lead teenagers, we must work at building relationships with those teenagers, meaning I want to know them. I want them to know me. I want to be comfortable around them. I want them to be comfortable around me. Um, I want to ask questions, listen to their conversations, and not in a way to get them in trouble, but I want to listen so I can know them, know their heart, know their desires, know what they like, what they dislike, and uh, and when I listen to those and focus on those conversations of others, then what it what it allows me to do is direct a conversation that I may have later to that person about some things that they may have already talked about. And so listening and is a big part uh, of building that relationship, listening. And then when I talk, I want to be sure I, I bring them into the conversation. Sometimes as preachers, you know, we use illustrations and, and we'll, we'll tell stories. And, and if we're not careful, we focus a lot about on ourselves instead of uh, that, that inter, interrelational um, uh, connection where we can talk about them, about their life, uh, about what's going on in their world, which is different than ours. And, um, and that helps us to be able to do that. But we have to bring that up in conversation. And, uh, and you know, the, uh, another thing about building relationships is I oftentimes, as a leader, have to take the initiative. Uh, a teenager may not always uh, be the, the one communicating. A teenager may not always be the one reaching out. A teenager may not always be the one that, that desires to talk. And so I have to go uh, beyond that. I have to, to reach out. I have to walk over. I have to, to speak first. And many times when that's done and I'll speak first or I'll talk to them, then it creates that, that environment and opportunity for us to have a conversation and build a relationship. Um, and, and I know, and I'll say this, but you know, uh, those of you that have been in youth ministry uh, any bit of time, you can only build that relationship as far as that teenager will allow you. They'll let you in a little bit, then that's as far as you can go. If they'll open wide, uh, wide open and, and allow you to come in and, and be able to, to fellowship with them and get to know them, take advantage of every opportunity to be able to communicate and build relationships with your teenagers. I'll tell you this, in your preaching, in your activities, in your love for youth ministry, the more of a strong relationship that you have with your teens, then the better you will be at helping them in your preaching, in your counsel, in your conversation, because you know them. And it's more than just an age group or uh, or demographic, but instead it's it's a relationship. It's a teenager that I love and that I appreciate and that I know. And so, uh, first of all, a powerful prayer life. Second of all, uh, real relationships. 
And then third of all, a healthy sense of humor. A healthy sense of humor. Now, obviously, teenagers, if you're talking seventh graders, they're laughing at anything, you know, even making jokes that aren't even funny and uh, and sometimes can be just uh, a little bit uh, annoying. Uh, but you trans- transition that and, and, you know, everyone enjoys laughing. Now, the toughest crowd to tell a joke to, in my opinion, is a group of teenagers. Number one, they might have heard it. Number two, they they don't have the same sense of humor I do. So I got to work to have a sense of humor to where I can relate to them, get them to laugh, enjoy themselves. Uh, and in that, I would say this as leaders, we've got to learn to laugh at ourselves. You know, we make a mistake and we think, oh, goodness, you know, I messed up and, and uh, you know, I said something wrong or whatever. And, you know, the teenagers are laughing and we get upset. And, you know, the thing is, just laugh at yourself. Just go on and just, just, just roll with the punches and and uh and you'll find that that the more that you laugh and and that you uh, uh see your inadequacies and kind of poke fun at them the the more comfortable a teenager will be in their own skin and they'll learn that hey listen this is the way that God made me so I'm going to I'm going to enjoy it and laugh at it and have a good time so um but have a healthy sense of humor there's some youth pastors who get caught up in this TikTok generation and and making dirty jokes or making jokes that have to do with things that they shouldn't uh, uh, be talking about, especially with a teenager. And so you want it to be healthy, a healthy sense of humor, and that'll help you to love and to lead. Um, you know, some of the best leaders I know are are they have a great sense of humor, and uh, and so not just in loving them and building the relationships, but even in leading them, it's good to have that that sense of humor. So number one, a powerful prayer life. Number two, real relationships. Number three, healthy sense of humor. And then number four, number four, constant counsel, constant counsel, constant counsel. Um, you know, I, I, I do this podcast, uh, this radio broadcast, but I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know everything. And I still send emails. I still sit through lectures. I still, uh, uh, I'm still learning. And I want to learn. And if you get to the point where you feel like you know everything, then uh, you, you are going to start the downward slope of, of a uh, spiritual uh, effectiveness dying off. And so you want to be learning, constantly learning, ever learning, reading, uh, you know, whether it be articles, whether it be books. Uh, whether it be uh, questions that you send in here and we answer, uh, whether you're on yplife.org or or on the app, you know, and you're learning for the YP is for for you to learn. And I don't write all of those, and I'm not saying I have the answers. Uh, any answers I have, I've gotten from somebody else. And so, but we should be constantly seeking counsel. You do realize, as a youth pastor, as a youth worker, we are we are shaping and forming the next generation to serve in the church. Listen, I need help with that. Man, that's a serious task that I've overtaken. I'm not just a game show host or an activities director. I, I'm the youth pastor. I'm pastoring uh, those young people f- and pointing them to our pastor so that he can lead them. And uh, and so that they may, they're only with me for six years, but they're going to be with Preacher forever. And so my job is to help them be soul winners and to walk with God and to, to do that. And, and and I don't know all the answers in getting, you know, this teenager to grow and this teenager to grow and this teenager that's different than the other two to grow. So I need to ask for help. Sometimes as youth pastors, we get upset at our teens because they don't ask for counsel. 
But then the question comes, are you asking for counsel? Have you asked somebody about a decision you're making or about something you're doing or about something you're implementing in your life? If you're not, how can you ask the teenagers to do that? And so we want to we be careful there and just be constantly getting counsel. Now, I'm not talking about criticism and, and you got to be care- careful there because that, that can hurt you, set you back. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about constructive criticism, I'm talking about uh, counsel, I'm talking about help for loving and leading our teens. And so the four things that I said today is you need a powerful prayer life, you need real relationships, you need a healthy sense of humor, and you need constant counsel, constant counsel. Now you do those things and you and you put those things in practice and what you'll find is that you will build relationships with your teens and at the same time you'll be pointing them towards serving in the church and growing as a mature Christian. And that's what we're supposed to do. Anyway, I hope it's a blessing to you. Um, check out yplife.org and everything we got there, Sunday school lessons, games, activities, articles for the youth pastor and also for teenagers. And uh, so we'd love for you to do that. Also, there's an app. You can go to the Apple uh, 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 store. You can go to the uh, uh, Google Play store and you can download that app. It's free. Everything's free on there. Resources at your disposals to help you be a better youth pastor. And so hopefully that's a blessing to you. Until next time, keep serving the next generation.